Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we're Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success strategists, supporting you with the systems, strategies, and mindset shifts that will help you achieve success on your own terms. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. We've been talking a lot lately, I think on the podcast, but also between like Lisa and I, we've been talking a lot about goals and goal setting and what it means and what it looks like and all sorts of other things around goals and goal setting. And we, we wanted to actually turn this into a podcast episode because so often we see, and we've also experienced this, is seeing a goal is something that is far away from us, right? Like that it almost requires a complete maybe transition of who we are to who we want to be in some cases, not always, but it's always goals feel distant. But we want to reframe it and let you know that your goal is actually closer than you think it is. It feels weird to kind of say that because, I mean, there's physically there's not really a, well, maybe there is a distance between you and a goal that you have, that your goal is travel. But generally, like that distance we would measure in time, right? Like where you are right now to where you are trying to get to with your goal, you know, spans time, not necessarily physical distance. And the more that we thought about it, the more that we chatted about it, the more that we realized that we were really making those goals a lot more complicated than they maybe needed to be. Or yeah, that they're so far off in the future that it's almost like, oh, what's the point, right? But if we imagine time as being something that you can control to a certain extent, how can how can we accelerate that timeline? How can we bring that goal uh, closer to us in, in time, um, e- even if it's just how we're thinking about it? Um, yeah. So how can we break down that goal so that we're working towards it instead of just imagining it being super far away and impossible? How can we, we love to say, <laughs> how can we break, make those impossible goals into possible steps, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. It's like, bring that, let's, let's bring that goal closer by taking some possible actions. You know, that this, this big idea and we were, <laughs> I was like, how, what kind of analogy can we bring into this episode? And we <laughs> thought of a pie. Right. And most people, I mean, admit, I probably could sit down and eat an entire strawberry rhubarb pie in one sitting. I love it that much. Yes. But I mean, maybe not the, maybe not the healthiest. And I probably wouldn't feel the greatest afterwards. So most people eat pie one slice at a time. Right. But hey, if you want to sit down and eat an entire pie at once. But that's the it. point, right? <laughs> Eating the whole thing, like even just thinking about that, that's a bit overwhelming. Right. You know, it's going to be delicious, but it, it is kind of overwhelming to think, well, do I have to eat the whole thing? Like my stomach's not as big as a whole pie. Right. So <laughs> so you start to get overwhelmed and you think, oh, and then you don't even take one slice because you think, oh, no. But, you know, if you just think, oh, I'll have a slice and then I'll have another slice. Eventually, you're going to eat that whole pie. If you think of it in terms of a, a slice at a time, it's really less overwhelming and you get through it and suddenly you're like, hey, what happened to the pie? <laughs> you gotta make another one. What happened? Whereas if you're told you gotta sit down, you gotta really go for it, eat it all at once, and really get it done. And like you said, you start to you, you feel sick because you're you're not shifting, right? Like when you are stepping 
outside of your comfort zone, or as we like to say, expanding your comfort zone. As you're expanding your comfort zone, you if you do that too fast, you do, you kind of feel sick, right? So it can be overwhelming to, to but if it's a, we're talking about big, big goals here, right? If you're talking about a big goal, it, it, it can make you feel so uncomfortable to just like dive in and do the whole thing at once. It's okay to just do it a slice at a time. Yeah. You eat a whole loaf of bread either, right? You do a slice at a time. <laughs> Although so, good sourdough bread, I don't know. Oh, like, oh, yeah. I'm with you. Sourdough. Yeah, it can be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) It's never good. Bread is never a problem. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, But yeah, you do it a step at a time. You you would never think like, oh, oh, you know what? I can't eat this whole thing at once. I'm just not even going to bother. Right. You wouldn't say that. So so don't do that with your dreams either. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So really what this is, is you know, like the way that you bring your goal closer to you is by actually breaking that goal down into additional goals, or we like to call them mini goals. Each of those mini goals, think of it as a slice of pie. And when you have all of those slices of pie put together, you have a full pie, which is your big end goal. By focusing on one slice at a time or one mini goal at a time, it becomes so much easier to schedule. It becomes so much easier to to plan and designate resources for that all of a sudden you've got a full slice, right? That you've completed and then you move on to the next slice. So we obviously in the Vision Success Planner, we have a whole bunch of pages set up where you can pick a goal. I mean, it's, it's one, you know, one page per, per goal, right? You, you pick a goal and then we have a nice spread set out so that you can really sit down with it, set your timer for however long you have and sit down and just really like put those goals down on paper, start breaking it down. Say, well, what would I have to do first? What would I have to do third? What would I, you know, what would the last step be? How would I know when I'm almost there? And you start just mapping it out. And as you start writing out all these mini steps, well, who do I need to talk to? Do I need to go check something out at the library? Do I need to make a phone call? Do I need to research this a bit? Or can I, are there some things that I could do right away? You start to realize like, as you're writing down all these steps, well, I could probably do that tomorrow actually. And then this one I could have done by next week. And you start to really see the possibilities. Yeah. And you can start to see that plan like come together really, because it's, it's almost like, and I, I'm just going to use this example. I know I've used this before. It's like writing a book, right? Like, well, that seems overwhelming to be like, oh, I'm going to write this book and have it out and be published. No, it's, it's a series of mini goals along the way. The same thing for our day planner, really, right? Like our day planner, like launching our day planner every year, we go through the same series of mini goals, right? First mini goal, just get something onto paper, right? Like get get the actual physical planner pulled together. And, you know, and then it's like, okay. And then at the same time, we're also thinking about marketing. So then it's making sure we've got copy, making sure we've got marketing materials, 
And then, so, I mean, it's just, again, it's just a series of smaller goals that when you put together, achieve a bigger goal. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the mini goals because you, you, you can take all those ideas that are swirling around in your head like a hurricane and you're, you're pulling out each of those little pieces. You, you, you start to feel more calm about it when you can, yeah. when it's not just like in your head, like a big ball, you start unwinding the pieces of string and all the little bits that are stuck in there. <laughs> and you can start putting that down on paper. It starts to, to, you, you'll start to see it. It's its own entity almost, right? Instead of just yeah. swirling in your brain. Um, and, and it suddenly becomes doable. You realize, wait a second, I can, I can start to do this. And, and it's important to like, let's, we forgot to mention the smart goals, right? The um, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time frame. So when you're when you're setting up each of these pieces, you can say, okay, um, I mean, we we kind of assume that it's going to be relevant if you're going to be breaking it down into this. Although at some point you may s- decide like this isn't actually relevant to my business. I can, you know, maybe take some of those things and apply it to another goal. Or it, it's okay. The sooner you decide that something isn't for you, the better, too. Right? Then you can stop worrying about it. You can say, well, oh, actually, this isn't what I want to do. So and I can you, stop putting my energy into it. You've you've made a good point. So actually working through this process of setting up a smart goal and then it's called reverse engineering. And if you've been in the entrepreneur space for any length of time, you you will have heard that term. And it really just means starting with the end in mind and working yourself like working your way back to where you're you're currently at. But that process of reverse engineering and setting the SMART goal and actually writing it down, that is absolutely positively one of the most important things you can do for your goal to bring it closer to you is to write it down. But that whole entire process really gets your wheels churning. And I know we talked about meaningful goals uh, on a previous episode. It may have even been the last episode. I'm starting to lose track. Um, we're, we're currently in the midst of batching. I can't remember exactly what's coming out when. But it it's really helpful to do this work to see, is this actually a meaningful goal? Is this something that I'm willing to invest my my time, my effort, potentially even some money into achieving, right? And right. if it's not, it's better to know that it's step one than it's step 97. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Figure it out in the planning phase. Um, and and shift. it can shift while you're planning it too. You can start to, that's the creative process is to realize, wait a second, what about this? And not something completely different necessarily, but something like, actually, what if I, you know, does it need to be this? What if I can just do that? Um, and time frame's important too, to set a time frame on that. That if you start thinking about your time frame and it's really, really far away, check back in with the meaningful piece too, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, is this really meaningful? Is this something you want to be doing every day? And you can have, like, I mean, you can always have a five-year plan. Five-year plans are super important too, right? It helps you focus on your one-year plans, on your six-month plan, on your 90-day projects. But um, 
Uh, we really like a 90 day plan, right? To, to break up these tasks, right? So if you yeah. have your time frame, put, put time frames on your mini, on your mini goals, like on that mini task. Sorry, I meant, um, once you've broken that up, if you can have little time frames on each of those parts, it keeps you, um, accountable and it, and it helps. And, and you can, you can measure that as well. That helps with the measuring piece. Like if something's yeah. going to take longer or shorter, if you can do your 90 day plan and, and things accelerate and you've done it in 45 days, then you can make your next plan. We do appreciate a good 90 day plan. Um, it's very easy. Three months goes really quickly. Like 90 days goes pretty quickly. <laughs> Even yeah. though at the start of that 90 days, it might feel like, holy smokes, this like this is three months of my life. But let me tell you, you're going to get to the end of that three months and be like, whoa, where did that time go? And we would much rather that you've spent that time working towards something that's really means something to you, right? A goal that really means something to you. And it's going to feel so good at the end of that 90 days, even if you haven't necessarily reached a specific target that you set, you will have made an immense amount of progress provided that you are taking action. And I think it's really important. Don't underestimate the joy that working on something that's exciting to you can bring to your days, right? Like if nothing else, even if you don't like fully achieve exactly what you meant to do, the fact that you're working on those things will create this, this joy within you, this excitement, this passion that is irreplaceable. Like that's, there's no, you can't put a, a cost on that, right? Like <laughs> there's yeah. no one that can hand you something that's going to feel better than how you can make yourself feel working towards something important. And that's what, that's what they mean by the journey. You know, the journey is the important piece, right? It, enjoy the process and enjoy that and, and sink into it and, and feel good that you're working towards something that you can um, measure and, and, and feel like you're in charge, you know, because <laughs> there's I mean, so many things in life that we can't control. We can control our daily actions. We can control what we're what we're doing in, in, in terms of working towards a goal. Cause there's so many other things in a day that we have to do that aren't necessarily what we want to do, but you got, you know, you have to for whatever reason. So, you know, really hone in on those things that you've set for yourself, those promises you've made to yourself. So. So part of the problem of a goal feeling so far away is, is not only that it's so big, but there, that there are so many tasks that need to go into it, right? And like looking at a goal that maybe feels big, hairy, audacious, you know, any of, any of those colorful adjectives, if you will, is that those looking at those tasks can feel overwhelming. But when you, pull back and you look at things just one task at a time. And we've talked about this recently on this podcast as well about just do one thing at a time. That's all you can do is one thing at a time. And eventually those tasks start to build, right? They, they help you grow momentum towards your goal. And the thing with momentum is the, is the more momentum that you gain, the faster you go. That's really the beauty of this a little bit at a time. Even if it's 10 minutes 
a day towards your task, 10 minutes a week, if that's all that you can do. Give it that 10 minutes, give that 10 minutes your full attention, give it your best effort, and you will take steps forward. And I love that, that momentum piece, because you do start accelerating momentum, you know, you start going faster, and you'll see that goal moving towards you, it'll become clearer and as it as it pulls itself towards you. Mm -hmm. And that gets more exciting, too, because you think like, wow, look, look how much closer I am. Yeah. And these are, I mean, this is all, you know, based in neuroscience as well, right? Like that, those small accomplishments and really celebrating those small accomplishments, reaching those mini goals along the way, like helps release dopamine and helps continue to build motivation to do that work because you're, you can see, you can see things, that final goal coming closer to you and you have the satisfaction of, you know, ticking off that task or action, maybe on your to-do list inside of your planner, right? It's, it all a hundred percent works together. It's pretty cool. Like when you get to the end of the week and you can look back and you can say like, wow, like, look how much I actually did this week. I didn't think I could actually do this much, but I didn't really work any harder than I, than I would have before. But that's because you, you are so focused each task. You're so focused. You're giving it your full attention that you do that momentum just, just pushes you and pulls you through the week. Yeah. So if you have a huge, like, say you have a huge financial goal, an income goal or a, uh, how many clients you want to have kind of goal. If you want to grow your email list, if you're looking to grow your your reach in some way, anything that in, in, involves like growing something that is going to take time, right? Your garden doesn't just, you don't just plant it and it's done, right? It, it takes time. It takes a, a little bit of effort. You don't have to watch your garden 24 hours a day for it to grow, right? You just need to put a little bit of love in there. <laughs> <laughs> and and it'll start growing. So especially things like a financial goal, really, or or anything to do with numbers, like that m- measurement piece, it's really important to break that down in, into action steps because it's it's hard to say. Well, I I want to have this many clients in the next six months, but that's some like you really have to take all these little action steps. Okay. What are you offering? How are you getting that out to people? How are you talking to people? And how are you, how are you going to get one client, right? How are you going to get five clients? How are you going to do 10 clients? You know, like having that broken down into even little weekly mini goals of what, what you're going to do within that, um, a financial goal, the same, same thing. You, you want to have a financial goal for the year. So then you need to break that down into all these smaller bits. Even if it's, cre- if it's creating something, you want to create uh, a course by, you know, in the next nine months, that kind of thing. So that's all going to, that's your big end goal, but you need to break that down into all these little, what needs to happen kind of steps to, to get you there. And how, do, what are your road markers? So like the time frames and the measuring pieces, like how do you know that you're heading in the right direction, right? What, when are you going to check in at 30 days or 60 days? Like you, you figure out what your timeline is and then have little check-in points and say, okay, what's working? What isn't, 
What do I need to tweak? You may need to go back to your mini goals and your tasks and, and tweak them a little bit, but that's the learning curve. And that's way better than not doing anything, right? We find that, and, and research shows this, people with goals that are written down that regularly check back in on them are, I don't know, the, I can't remember what the percentage is or what the what the numeric value is, but they're a certain percent more likely to achieve that goal. I think it's more than 80%. It's higher than 80%. It's, it's, it's like, a I yeah, I, I, I can't remember either, but it's... <laughs> It's relevant. I remember thinking like, like, holy smokes, like that, like if that is honestly, like even just writing down your goal and like, and breaking it down, chunking it back down, like reverse engineering it to like easily manageable tasks inside of your day. Like that just, if that is the only thing that you take from this episode, please take that. It will, it will be helpful. In achieving your goal and actually bringing it closer to you because that goal truly is closer than you think. Yes. Yes. I think that's, that's the big takeaway. It's closer than you think. If you put the effort in, you deserve it. It's, it's coming all along the way. You're going to learn stuff. You're going to grow as a person. It's, it's going to be worth it. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent worth it. Lisa's cats chiming in the background there. My cat's trying to get out. So, yes, he's trying to say about trying to that's escape. his goal. This is his goal, and he is he's, he's doing verbalizing it. Yes, right. He's he can't write it down, but he is <laughs> he is expressing himself. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> he's already had one adventure, so no more adventures for him. <laughs> It's, yeah. that's the first step to getting and you know what someone might say no you're not going out today but don't let that don't let that <laughs> this cat this cat asks to go out every hour he <laughs> he does not let me saying no you can't do that hinder his goal <laughs> take that as a good people will the bigger your goal the more people will tell you you can't do it so just yeah you decide and one of those people, them or not, don't honestly. One of those people, like one of the biggest people that is probably telling you no is yourself too, right? It's like that imposter syndrome of being like, you can, you can't really do this. But when you take small daily action, you're actually proving that inner voice wrong. Oh. You can at least try, right? You can at least yeah. try, and yeah. you'll at least know at the end of the day that you try, that you're trying, that you're putting effort in. Because those people that tell you you can't do stuff, what are they trying to do? What dreams have they put aside? People who don't follow their dreams are the people who tell you you can't do it because they didn't bother doing their own. So just, it's a tragedy and just say, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And you just, <laughs> just get on with your life. You don't have to not do things just because they didn't. All right. Well, well I'm going to, I think there. we should just like... <laughs> Cut it off there. I'm going to say thank you very much for joining the conversation today. We will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. As always, wishing you abundance and success.